Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Pressure-free here. We are going to embrace the serenity, regardless of what's happening in the outside world. Care of Chad and Jeremy right there. Alice, you're familiar with uh, a summer song? Mm-mm. Do you not, not know the song? They say that all good things must end someday. I don't know the song. Oh, McCarty sound like... It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful song. It's one of these um, Mercy Beat Beatles wave, mm-hmm. Beatles mania wave. I think it's a cover of an American song, uh, but they're very Lennon McCartney and yeah. very Everly Brothers. And that song is just beautiful and perfect. It's a perfect, serene summer song. People who aren't 75 will know it from the Rushmore soundtrack, which is. Probably within the last 10 CDs I bought. Of course, I stopped buying them around 2001. I don't know what that is either. Yeah. Are you joking? No. You don't know what a CD is? No. I will throw Rushmore. you out of the house. Okay. You don't know the movie Rushmore? No. It's new. It came out like uh, in 99. I don't know what that is. No. You don't know the movie Rushmore with Bill Murray. It's one of the, the Wachowski Brothers movies. The, one, the ones that aren't funny. Like the Darjeeling Express and... Uh, the great Brovanovich. I feel like I've entered an alternate You don't reality. know these I movies? I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. What are all the movies that... What's what's Bill Murray in that's really cool? The great Kataplinsky, um, Rushmore, 
<laughs> I don't Alice, know. You know these movies. No, I don't. Your generation thinks they're awesome and they all suck. Come on. <laughs> I missed it. I don't know. I the one busy. where they're on uh, Jason, Robert, Jason something, Jason Schwartzman. Okay. The one where they're on the train in India. Luke Wilson's in them. They did I Bottle did Rocket. These, no. I'm mad at you. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You don't even know. That's not even my generation. This is younger than me. I don't know about it. I you learn it. about it now. <laughs> I don't know about There's it. There's no way you don't know the great Teflonski where they're all in gear. All, all in right. Gear. Well, this, this is taking a, a turn today. <laughs> okay. Okay. Rush. Now the real tragedy is happening to Tom. Okay. That I have to go down this stupid rabbit hole. Wes Anderson. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I've heard of that, but I don't. I've never watched a Wes Anderson movie. How do you know that you haven't watched a Wes? And where have you been if you haven't watched a Wes? I just haven't watched any of those. Yes, you have. You've seen them all. You've seen them all. It's too like twee. I've seen like screenshots of them on the internet, but I don't watch that. I no, I just haven't. There is no way you are so trying to be cool right now. (laughs) It was way too twee for me. I just haven't seen any of these. That's not what I just. What is even twee? <laughs> it's just a word. Look it up. What is Wes Anderson's aesthetic? I guess it says Art Nouveau. He's a jerk aesthetic. Okay. Well, anyway, <coughs> I don't. I haven't right. watched. Well, those, get ready because so. you're about to know these song, these movies. Accidentally, Wes Anderson. Okay, I got a problem with that. Obviously, um, Wes Anderson. I have seen the accidentally Wes Anderson subreddit on Reddit. I have that I'm familiar with, but I, okay. so I'm aware of the aesthetic, but I don't. Um, okay, you're, you're, I have not seen any of the movies. So Fantastic Mr. Fox. I think we saw that. Oh, I have seen that with the kids, or at least part of it. The Grand I Budapest Hotel, probably with that. eight overactors. Nope. The Darjeeling Unlimited. Limited. You and I saw some of this together. It's, I didn't. It's a holes on a train with an interesting soundtrack. I didn't. I don't remember it. If I saw a part of it, Isle of know. Dogs. Nope. How about the, this? I know you've seen the Life Aquatic. Nope. There's no way you have. I haven't seen the Life Aquatic. I don't. I wouldn't even be able to pick it out of a lineup. I don't know what it is. Uh, she's funny that way. Nope. Bottle Rocket. That's from '96. Nope. You weren't alive then. Rushmore. Nope. That's one that you should know. No, no, no. <laughs> Are you happy that you don't know all these things you should know? I just don't know I about even it. Hate, I just want you to know them and then know to hate them, except for the soundtrack. Well, I just didn't know I was supposed to. I had well, you're it. not ever watching any movies in this house again. <laughs> okay. All right. Everything I do for the family today, I found went to the Market Basket Rotten section, and for $6, I got a cake that feeds 30 Truly, lucky us. Truly, it actually tastes a little bit like pickerel, to be honest, which you don't know <laughs> about, along with all the other memories that you should have, the taste of pickerel. It's probably best that you don't. It tastes like pickerel. My brother would know. My brother would know. All right, Alice, what's going on today? So we're not going to talk about the obvious. We we're saw not- ourselves in this, in this slow conveyor belt into the man-made tragedy that is... Uh, uh, Man-made criminal tragedy that is uh, Afghanistan, where now there's 13 Americans got uh, blown up today by some a-hole in a suicide vest, and, and like 18 se- still wounded, and like 74 yeah. Afghans. Others people got 70, pretty standard yeah. stuff, for, and then for, 150 wounded. Okay. and yeah. you know we saw it coming, knew what happened. Of course, it's happening now. And the the administration, the oak tree came out today, and he was like, "We're gonna follow you to the gates of hell," and then he said that they were gonna. Double down, and we weren't going to give up on this mission. There's no mission, by the way. There's no mission. 
This is like right because they're like we're getting people out, but don't come into, to the airport. Changing, this is like an exploratory group into looking into a revisiting NAFTA meeting in Ottawa, where somehow that entire city explodes. There was no mission. There was no. Oh my God, we got to pull out of this bloody conflict. There was nothing. It's an unforced error. They've made a human catastrophe where there was none. That's what this administration mm-hmm. did, and now we're just seeing it play out like we we have called it since day one, and it's going to play out in the in the lives of Americans, and more will die, and more will die, and more will die as the next days and weeks come. And this administration, there is nobody who's willing to stand up and say, "Hey, uh, we're effing up here." They're pretending that they're, and they, the press is asking them questions as if this is legitimate anymore. The administration continues to be less legitimate by the moment. I think the infrastructure bill is going to die. Um, it, it had better. What would they even right. be thinking trying to pass an infrastructure well, right. bell right now? Are they nuts? I think I mean, Pelosi knows it's dead. And- how do they? But like Pelosi went out there today and gave a speech about Women's Equality Day. What has happened here? This is, is insane world. Is remarkable. This is a long campaign. So much into the Biden administration. There's so much effort in so many levels, from ground level to local offices to little people running for local offices to marketing uh, firms who are attached to the campaign, the Democratic movement, etc. And we've just seen today, we've seen them at the top this week shoot themselves in the head, this administration. And it's... It's a kind of thing where you've got people, the fallout from it, it, there are too many people aghast and saying, oh, it's all over. It's, this guy's over. Well, right. And, and, and like and, the and, liberal and, politics people just can't believe it because no. they're still trying to be like, oh, we're still going to get paid family leave and the infrastructure bill and stuff. Right. Um, but what we've, what we've got here is that somehow, out of nowhere... This administration achieved one of the most historic, grand-scale f***-ups in the history of the United States. Unnecessary. This isn't Remember the Maine. This isn't the Gulf of Tonkin. This isn't... This is disastrous. Well, because a month ago they were getting asked, is the Taliban now going to take over the country? And they were like, no. Absolutely not. That's not going to happen. Well, do you trust the Taliban? No, we don't trust the Taliban. It's not even a serious question. That's ridiculous. The Taliban's not going to take over the country. Absolutely not. And then we went from that to, uh, well, the Taliban might take over the country, but it's not going to happen very fast. To, well, that happened faster than we well, thought, but it's going to be fine. We'll, we'll get everybody on. out. Palace, before, like, before the, oh, well, that happened much faster than we thought. Before that, we had already begun applauding for ourselves the administration already begun talking about how huge and grand and historic this was already we started to roll out the red carpet for ourselves which has now been just taken over by parading taliban it's great in this last week you're right what happened this last week to say all right looks like we'll have 30 to 60 days and i heard one person say probably have till the end of the year okay they're here and they they run the place now wow i mean i yeah and we went from of course I don't trust the Taliban to the Taliban running our security. And everyone went, are you serious? The Taliban is running security for mm-hmm. the airport to get Americans out of the country. The Taliban that harbored the Al-Qaeda terrorists who uh, killed 3,000 Americans in one day and destroyed right. the buildings. That Taliban? Is that it, the same people that we're yes. talking about? And they're like, yes. And so 
then everyone's like, well, that seems like a really bad idea. Doesn't it seem like Americans are going to die? Don't worry, we're going to get Americans out. Mm-hmm. Nobody's dying. It's fine. We're like, there are definitely people dying. Oh, but just Afghans, not Americans. Well, okay, well, now Americans are dead and they're still being like, I mean, I'm not trying to sit here and say like, we all told you so, but like literally everybody saw this coming and has been saying that this was coming and the administration has been pretending this wasn't coming. And now that it's here, they're just like, act, I, I, I can't understand it. No. And this is... They're still acting like there's not a problem and we're leaving Afghanistan. Yes. Today was the single deadliest day for American troops in Afghanistan since 2011. In more than 10 years, we haven't had this many Americans die in one day. And it's 100% because of what you called it, an unforced error. Mm -hmm. This was absolutely not necessary to go about this in this way no and people have had a lot of suggestions of other things that could be done to make this situation better now for two weeks people have been saying stuff that should be happening like bagram or like i mean but we're just sitting here being like the taliban's got it under control it's fine we're gonna send them a strongly worded letter if they screw anything up and And they let a suicide bomber through their outer perimeter and into where our troops were screening people and they blew them all up right and you've got the just the 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 biden messaging uh legion is as taking this rear guard position now where you've heard once respected thinkers almost all of them on the left now giving you a final um a, a the the final um kind of final analysis of the Biden administration saying saying first of all he is much more uh sober incompetent than the guy before him he's this he's that he's decent he's been through a lot of, he's lost it and they're doing this last not it's not even an analysis it's his last moral inventory where they're saying he is so many good things before you bury him, you should know this, and that means they're just out of any other defense on the merits. They can no longer. He, this the fact is that he came out and talked about Bo Biden mm-hmm. as the first thing he came out and talked about tells you that he knows it's indefensible too. Right. He's like, yeah, excuse I me, I'm going to take yeah. my dead son out right. and use him as a human shield to deflect any criticism right. here because I just got. 13 American service and, and members got, killed right, right now. And then you've got some other media saying, if you think that this is a matter of Joe Biden's policy in in um, Afghanistan, there you're kidding yourself. Like this totally, totally 180 degree in the opposite direction. You know, if you think I just hit on your life, your wife, you are absolutely insane, sir, as you're, you like, have your hand in our shirt. It's like, okay, but you did. You can put on this absolutely uh you know this this stunned shocked and chagrined attitude in this in these columns saying if you're going to dare suggest this is a joke right i get the psychology behind it trying to push as much uh momentum with persuasion as possible but i'm sorry yes it is exactly what you're saying almost saying it is but adding negatives in there it is yeah in the the way it falls apart Allison. i was just Mm -hmm. like well way to say it is this Guy and girl meet in college. They fall in love. They date after college. They both get professional jobs. They 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 date. Become the parents. This these parents meet those parents. Those parents meet this parents. They uh, everybody gets along. They go on vacation. The parents go together. They mm-hmm. they whatever. They they get engaged. It's a huge thing. They whatever. They have 
Um, you know, they, 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 they're gifted, a you know, the summer house from dad's family and this and that, and they get a car and, and it's wonderful. And it's a, it's a wonderful, beautiful thing that's happening. And all the extended family goes to the wedding on both sides and they're dancing and they're doing the stupid chicken dance and the limbo things there. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they're talking about you need to come to the Cape house. No, you need to come to the, the Wyoming place with us. And this, and the family's got it together forever. And you think about maybe there's a chance that this guy, my, the, the, the brother of the groom is an interesting guy. It might be good in business to be a salesman for the other cousin mm-hmm. Bill's, uh, yep. Is this um, going tomorrow? Right. Cousin Bill's uh, medical sales thing. And it's like, and you've got all this. And it's such a happy night. And everything is perfect. You've got all these relationships are built all around. All this momentum. And even the families together. The, the forward up. Better and better. The up and at them goal of being. Of, of, of spreading this dream. And getting better. And moving through. It's a time for reflection. It's, it's, perf- it's fantastic. And then, uh, you know, at 11.15... Somebody describes the uh, the uh, groom having sex with somebody in the coat room, right. who's not his wife. And then you hear about it, and suddenly the wife finds out, and she's shocked, and everybody's in the room is shocked. And then you have to take an inventory and say, "Wait a second. As of right now, on paper, nothing has changed. As of right now, on paper, nothing has changed." But in all actuality, even though as of right now, mm-hmm. okay, take it out of the room, bud. Even though as of right now, on paper, nothing has changed, and she's her family's still there, and their family's still there. In fact, in fact, and you're sharing a table with you know the dad, father of the bride, and the father of the groom are sharing a table, and they've bonded and all this stuff and all these two family institutions, whatever. In fact, it. It is over. Ask Sally and James. They can do it. No, you can do it. I know. Sorry. That's great, Tom. Sorry. In fact, okay, can you go now? Can you go? I've spent 48 minutes building up a story that's only okay. Okay, it's good. It's good. Um, so, so that's what it is. It's like you've got all these interests, and it's such a huge thing. And that's what it must be for, like, Democrats right now, is it knowing that, in a sense, this is over. And all this stuff and all the dreams and all the ideas of what it would mm-hmm. be, etc. We're all still sitting here. We're still going to press briefings. We still have a meeting every day. We still do this and that. But it's... But there's it's, no administration there. No, it's over now. It's all that could have been is done now. It's just self-inflicted, and it is now Well, right, and over. I don't understand the framing. Like, people are being like, oh, it's really hard to get Americans to care about foreign policy, and the election's a long time away. It's going to be hard for Republicans to remind people of this in the midterms. Like, do they not understand? I mean, I know a lot of people that aren't very political that are glued to the TV right now saying, oh, my God, I cannot believe what that this is happening. This isn't, I mean, no, it's not quite 9-11, but it's a lot bigger than January 6th. I don't know if we're allowed to say that, but it's a lot bigger than January 6th. And um, it. I don't think this disappears for people. And I mean, it's no. also not over no, right, right now. Exactly. But, but even if this were it, even if it were, were 
just these two weeks and now like everything settled down and they got everybody out and nothing else happened in Afghanistan. There, there were no more headlines coming out of Afghanistan for the next year. Like, I still think this is really, really damaging. And just the way that they've handled it is damaging. And Biden's total incompetence and lack of awareness of what's going on around him is incredibly damaging. I totally agree. And 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 it's and it's damaging as well because it's not just it's not just the horrific bombing today that killed thirteen Americans and maybe more will die. It's all of the steps of either stubbornness, incompetence, weakness, cowardice, opportunism, all of the things that would have come together over the past months. Mm-hmm. That got us here shows that there were such institutional f ups that the entire administration is is broken. They're all the nobody has any more. Everybody is complicit in this. Right. There has been no accountability. No one's resigned. No one's been fired. No one's you know, taken any responsibility except for mouthing the words like the buck stops at my desk. I take responsibility. I mean, because when you sit here and you say, yes, of course I take responsibility. I take responsibility for how great everything's going. That's not really taking responsibility. And the fact that he said today when he came out there, he said that, you know, this just reaffirms to him that we need to get out of the country and it's and we we needed to end I a hope 20 hope he doesn't uh, get out war. of other countries uh, if based on this you know or let us know if you want to get us out of germany uh, so everybody can know to you know hit the deck <laughs> i mean for the, the fact that he said a week ago no one died george knock on wood knock on wood well yeah what? and the fact that everybody was saying um people are going to die if you continue to run this operation this way and he said no it's not nobody's dying it's fine and now people died, and he's like, this just reaffirms that I'm doing exactly the right thing, and I'm doing a great job. Like, it's it's just so at odds with reality that it, I, I don't see how you can lead. And I think that a lot of people, like a lot more people than normal partisan po- political stuff, are really, really mad about this. Um, because it's it just seems so callous and so uncaring. I mean, if you... Uh, it, if you are sitting here and telling us that the country is not going to fall and it's going to be fine and Afghanistan is going great and then and then you know the country falls within 11 days and you have to you would think that there would be at that point even just right there you would think there would be some self-reflection and some thought about you know like am I doing the right thing did I make the right decision and then you would think that you know when you say that we have great over the horizon capabilities to detect terror attacks that are coming and we're going to be able to prevent them just fine and then you know 13 possibly more americans die in a terrorist attack the following week in the country where you're telling us that you have plenty of capabilities to detect terror attacks you know you would think that that would prompt some self-reflection and some thoughts about how how things are going here you would think that this would prompt self-reflection about you know, the Taliban and their abilities or willingness to uh, run airport security for the United States of America. But this is this is what everybody's been saying all along. And 
he's clearly so dug in and decided that this is going to be his legacy getting us out of Afghanistan that he's not willing to consider any other information that's coming his way. He's not willing to take into account any of the events that happened. He's going to stick to his guns and he's going to drag us out of the country no matter how many people have to die in the in Kabul at the airport there in order to make his legacy of getting us out of Afghanistan happen. It's sick and it's screwed up. And I think that a lot of people, including a lot of people who wanted us out of Afghanistan, are are really unhappy with the administration right now. And I don't think it's going to go away because they're not taking it seriously still, still at this point in time. There's still hundreds, maybe thousands of Americans in the country. 9-11 is coming up. Yeah, I, saw- I don't have a ton of confidence in our ability to detect terror threats. Do you? Sorry, I'm winded. went upstairs. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I saw Jen Psaki today. And I thought, Alice, that she looked ashen. And I understand how you would, but I think that when you're a messaging professional, mm-hmm. as it is, and you see this, and you see that... Oh, oh, Tom's getting a present. He has been gifted a hat. Oh, nice. Thank you. That's nice. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. You did tell them it's your birthday. Oh, that's right. That's right. I did tell them it's my birthday. I celebrated my fifth birthday today because the kids weren't there for my other fifth birthday. So it's a long story. Uh, So what was I saying? Um, I don't know something about Afghan. Oh, Jen Saki looking ashen. Right, and, and I think that that she's seeing. Although she's going to be a good, dutiful communications person till the very end, as the ship goes down, she will be mm-hmm. singing, playing the song. But I think she knows that uh, that this is unfixable. But you can't. There's no good messaging for this. I mean, you could go through the routine every day, but there's no good messaging for this. I mean, do you and, think there's any? chance that something comes i mean now obviously all of congress or all the republicans in like the senate are saying that biden should be impeached for this right Which i mean he should absolutely and obviously there are moderates you know who voted for trump's impeachment and whatever like kinzinger and liz cheney who are livid about the way this has gone down mm-hmm. you know even like the mccain's like uh, mega mccain's all mad about this even though she endorsed biden obviously and so i i guess she's the only like honest never trumper because she's like the only one out there who's well, saying she had a legit terrible. reason for hating trump well yeah you know? <laughs> he attacked her dad <laughs> right so they're dying and then dead dad plus she's a mccain and the old man is a hothead and i'm sure she she keeps a grudge so but she's not pleased about this like it's, no. so there's a lot of moderate people that i think if they did do an impeachment it would put a lot of pressure on a lot of moderate democrats from swing districts because like look at like a seth moulton so don't you think a seth moulton would be inclined to like or though he would he's probably not under pressure to do so but it, don't you think he would be inclined to like consider an impeachment thoughtfully and not just out of hand reject it because he's a democrat and biden's a democrat i think he would but it, Yes, I think he would, but uh, because so, I mean, do you, you know, think there's he's a chance a, now he's a man on an island. You know, do you think there would be a? Ch- but there are other moderate Democrats in the country who would be under pressure because this is um, the Biden administration is in a lot of trouble, political polling wise. You know, and a lot of these reps are, 
you know, in close districts and stuff and and worry about these things only won their seats by a few votes. And um, I mean, I think that that an impeachment could have him in real political trouble. Do you or, or do you think there's no chance? Um, because I, I I don't know. Kamala's flying back to Washington right now. I think there's a possibility of the 25th Amendment thing happening, too, where they pull him out. Because between, like, Kamala, you have to think that Millie and Austin are pissed at him. I don't know about the 25th Amendment, Alice. I mean, that's, I, I think that, I think the problem is. He doesn't that, seem like he's all there. No, I he? understand that. But, Alice, that's an indictment on them. If they say that they helped facilitate this guy and prop him up and keep it going, and so they did it even though it cost American lives and it's a huge disaster, you know what else it's done? You know what else it has done? I, I and by the way, Moulton, you know he's looking for a, any kind of vine to swing to because he's hated by Democrats. He, he does. There aren't circles where he's respected. It's not as if he's like, you know, our Ben Sass or pick, pick one of those mm-hmm. people who, who... He doesn't have like a tribe, yeah. No, and he's an a-hole. And so, but he's looking to be a star. And, you know, he f- challenged uh, Pelosi before. So, you know, mm-hmm. maybe... Ran for president? Right, ran for president. Maybe he will be. Um, Maybe he would do something like that. But I think if you're a Democrat and you're if you're a Biden supporter, you can't say... Oh, you know, this is suddenly he's not he's non compassmente. People have been talking about this for a year and two years. You know, I, I was surprised he ever made it to New Hampshire. But uh, it's just a tough thing. It would be a tough thing to do to, to to do it. But he certainly should be impeached. I mean, it, it, two two or three weeks ago, when I said he should be impeached for um, for pulling the crap, putting the CDC in charge of um, rental units, in other words, mm-hmm. the the uh, eviction moratorium. Then it seemed to me directly there that he was taking away private rights of citizens using the executive branch, which is going around Congress. And that's precisely where Congress Yeah, when would, he knew and acknowledged publicly that ab- it was illegal. Absolutely. And that's where Congress would correct you and say, hey, buddy. And that's where you would impeach somebody. Absolutely. But it, the eviction moratorium was popular with Democrats. This well, Afghanistan sure. well, the, thing is not popular right. with Democrats. But, but, but so for me, that was that, okay, that's impeachable. In the same way, Trump's Ukraine call was impeachable because Congress had allocated money to the Ukraine and he got on the phone and said, wink, wink, in his own way, you know, to what degree, whatever. But to me, that's good enough. I think impeachment should be used more often. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it, obviously it would be used in a better country than we have now. But so, but this one is not like a tit for tat. Hey, you got Trump on Ukraine. You, we should be able to get Biden on the landlords. This is a total, total uh, incompetency, uh, total, what do you call it? I don't even know what, what, what you would call his... A catastrophe? Yeah, I guess catastrophic governance, I guess, what it is. I mean, and inept to the point of, you know, it makes you question if it's being done on purpose, because... Like so, he acknowledged You're not the in first answer person to, said a, that. to a question today. He acknowledged an answer to a question today that we gave the Taliban a list of American citizens and our Afghan allies that they, we want them to let into the airport. 
We gave them a list of names. And you as, hear these guys, as military we're guys. hearing reports that they're going door to door and looking for right. people who helped us. We gave them a list yes. of names. Are you crazy? I know. And you're hearing these military guys, like the guy who was on today. Uh, well, this was leaked from within the administration. No, I know, I know. But you hear them saying, say that, uh, hear Biden say, I asked them if the, if they had everything they need. I asked them every day, well, do they have everything they need? They tell me yes. And, they, and the military guys say, yep, well, we have everything you need is adequate. When a military guy says he has everything he needs, it's adequate after a bunch of troops died, that means he didn't have everything he needs and it wasn't adequate. What are these guys yeah. going to say? No, we got a moron surrounded by other morons in, in civilian uni- civilian clothes. But it really bothers me because I, I don't know, like in economics classes, right, the... the Armed forces, like national defense, is considered the classic example of a public good, something that the government has to provide because the free market can't provide naturally through economic forces a, an army that defends you. Like, and I just don't get what liberals think the army's for if it's not for this, if it's not for people who are staying in a country that's supposedly allied with us, where there's a government that's friendly to us and where we have an embassy and we all of a sudden pull out all our armed forces and the government of that country collapses to anti-American terrorists. What is our army for if not to go get Americans out of that country and keep them safe? Because People on the left right now are acting like it's like some kind of imposition. Like, well, they were they, they didn't listen to yes, warnings yes. to come home. It's all their fault. They, why should we get them? It's a risk they decided to take. They gambled and lost. Oh, well, tough for them. Now, and like some of them have even put this whole thing, this terror attack on like Americans who are there. Well, Biden was saying a month ago it was going to be fine in Afghanistan, by the way. Like we have travel warnings for all sorts of countries, but we don't expect the government to just totally go down to like a bunch of terrorist riffraff in a matter of days. So... The fact that there's now Americans trapped there, uh, I mean, that's that's what we're supposed to use. Like, that's the definition of when you're supposed to use military force is, like, to go get those people and get them out of the country, right? Like, not actually well, yes. to build uh, up uh, a country uh, yes. of Afghanistan. Like, yes, our is position now- is not to, and Alice, our position is not to take orders and guidance from the Taliban. You right. don't. You don't let the United States Armed Forces be uh, essentially uh, absconded with by the Taliban. You got to check with the Taliban. Checking with the what? Band? Well, I mean, the fact that he thinks I and mean, talk about diminished mm-hmm. army. You got these guys freaking studying the white anger, white rage. Oh my yeah. God! Where is the thing that says bleep you? Yeah. No. This the national defense is supposed to have one purpose and one purpose only and that's to protect americans from people that want to kill them that's like the only thing it's there for and if it's not there for that i don't know what it's for i have a bad feeling that um biden feels more comfortable pointing it at january 6 rioters than he feels pointing it at the taliban but i it's the whole situation is so bizarre to me, and the way that people are acting about it is so bizarre that I can't... It's difficult for me to wrap my mind around what's going on in Afghanistan right now and the way our government is treating it. And the fact that anybody is left who acts like that's normal. His approval rating is, is still not low enough, as far as I'm concerned. I don't... 
U.S. general on the suicide attack in Kabul, ISIS will, quote, continue those attacks. Well, great. And so what does this do, Alice? You talked about the anniversary of September 11th. This single-handedly changes the entire narrative, the 20-year narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, this is the ending that destroys the previous 19 years. Yeah. This is the... Remember, we had a September um, 10th mentality. Mm-hmm. Then September 11th happened. Well, then August 24th happened, and we went back to September 10th. Now it's September 10th again. So it's incredible. You can't even. What are you going to do for? What are you going to commemorate in September 11th? I can't yes, you guys. Him they going launched out these there. wars, and then we went and we did justice. And then the enemy took over again. Now ISIS, and, they, and they're all back, and they won. Now they won. Oh, great. It's like horrific. I don't want to watch a freaking thing. I would don't want to watch I don't want anyway. him to go out there no. and go to any 9-11 events. I think it's an embarrassment if he would even go to them at this no, point. Like, it's they have terrible. ruined this, which was supposed to be something that was supposed to play into the, the uh, PR oh, yeah. of the whole thing. He wanted were- to pull out on that date before because he thought it was so positive and wonderful. Yeah, I mean that's that's what he was thinking with this whole timeline is that is that he'd be able to commemorate September 11th and say like, now look, I've brought the troops home. Isn't that wonderful? Like this was going to be his big win. This was going to be his big legacy. Is he ended the Afghanistan war that nobody else could end? Mm. So Alice and I now are drowning our sorrows in these beers we got <laughs> from Market Basket. I don't, I don't know that that's strong, Alice. <laughs> it's got an Irish name. It's got to be something, right? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know, but I'm depressed. And then, um, oh, by the way, Jamie B got in touch with us, everybody. Don't worry. He's still alive. He is dead. That he is has somebody. not been sent. That was his killers, his state sponsored killers. He has not been yet sent to, um, what's the place called? Well Camp. Oh, is it really called Well Camp? <laughs> it's called great. Well Camp. That's great. Uh, Absolutely uh, no pain camp. It's there's called. A, well, it's at an airport called Well Camp. That might have been the name of it beforehand, but it's a really appropriate name uh, for uh, the regional quarantine facility that's now being developed in Queensland. The Queensland government is pushing ahead with its own regional dedicated COVID-19 quarantine facility. This is not what you do when you're thinking a pandemic's going to end sometime soon, by the way. Premier Anastasia Palachuk, I don't know how to say her name, announced on Thursday that the cabinet has approved the project on vacant land owned by the Wagner Corporation just outside Toowoomba, west of Brisbane. The announcement came as the state recorded two new cases of COVID-19, both in hotel quarantine. Construction started at the site near Wellcamp Airport on Thursday with 500 beds to be available by the end of the year and a total capacity of 1,000 by March of next year. Construction firm Wagner <laughs> first submitted the plan to use its well camp. A lot of a lot of Constantina wire for a friendly place called Well Camp. So it's this really is going to be instead of huh. they've had complaints about their hotel quarantine. Uh, you, you want to complain about the hotels? No worries. <laughs> Welcome to Well Camp. Go ahead. Thank you, Jen. Is there any concern that maybe trying to reach this deadline and get everybody out? Uh, Mistakes are being made now that there is a report that at least one of the Afghans 
evacuated to Qatar uh, has suspected ISIS ties? Well, first I would say we have a stringent vetting process which includes uh, background checks before any individual comes to the United States. Uh, so I can't speak to one individual, but I can tell you and, uh, and confirm for you that we take the vetting of any individual who comes to the United States and, and comes out incredibly seriously. Um, and it's an extensive process. Uh, I would say that this is now on track, Peter, to be the largest airlift in U.S. history. Uh, so, and that is uh, bringing American citizens this is, she is smiling now. This is the largest airlift in U.S. history. Uh, so, and that is uh, bringing American citizens out. It is bringing our Afghan partners out. It is bringing allies out. Uh, so, no, I would not say that is anything but a success. It's nothing I mean, but a success. I mean, how could you say it's anything but a success? It's nothing it but seems a seems to be going well today. Absolutely. By the way, is an airlift when you put stuff to go away? <laughs> or is it when you... Drop stuff off. Drop stuff off so that you can survive like in in uh, West Berlin. Airlift. The idiots. It doesn't matter. That's fine. That's fine. What else is going on? What other prison camps are, <laughs> are, is Jamie B. going to in Australia? Um, uh, sorry. I just had it. Hang on. Um, so there's the well camp uh, prison camp that Australia is uh, building. Um, let's see. Sorry, Phil, Tom. Jen Psaki says it's not a day for politics directly after Joe Biden tried to partially blame Trump's for troops dying in Afghanistan. Uh, oh, sorry, I had another, um, I, no I had another okay, Australia. Thank you, everyone. Good news for Jamie. Having Secretary Austin focus on a stand down to address extremism in the military or Mark Milley saying that the greatest threat to democracy in our country was people who believe in election fraud. Given this, I mean. <laughs> So another Australia story. Good news for Jamie and me. Once he is fully vaccinated, he will be granted new freedoms, too. Uh, in New South Wales, uh, they're going to be having new freedoms there. Uh, once they are fully vaccinated, they will be allowed to leave home for an hour of recreation on top of their exercise hour that they're permitted. And in addition, they'll be able to meet five other people outdoors. No worries. So five people outdoors and uh, that once you're uh, fully vaccinated. So, um, yeah, that I think was what I had on that. There was also a big news story today that um, about a new mental health problem that apparently has become a problem for some men during the pandemic. Did you uh -oh. hear about this? Is it low T? Um, no, it's in fact... Um, it's called muscle dysmorphia. Oh, no. And it's um, an eating disorder where in men obsess about dieting and appearance. Um, sufferers of muscle dysphoria uh, are hyper fixated on building muscle and looking ripped. That's and me. they often have weight and or muscle goals. That's the dog, dude. That's well, you uh, you didn't know you had a mental illness. Yes, I do. It's what called, do I get for it? Um, experts say muscle dysmorphia can ruin lives. More than 90% of adolescent males report exercising to increase muscle mass or tone. And 26% of males report 
overly rigid dietary rules. Mm -hmm. See, dieting is a mental illness. So if you're a man and you've been working out and trying to get ripped and looking good, that's actually a mental illness and a problem. Of course, if you want surgery to drastically change your body because you don't like what it looks like, that's definitely not mental illness and is completely fine and should be celebrated. But if you want to change your appearance by going to the gym and drinking protein shakes, that is a mental illness. So just so you know, mental health update. Those of you who need to seek help uh, for being for trying to get ripped, uh, you know, there is help out there. Please um, text a crisis hotline or something. Don't um, don't work out. Don't overwork out too much, you know, and I hope you'll you'll be OK. It's also Women's Equality Day, as Nancy Pelosi celebrated. I have a new piece on Tom's Substack about it, in which I don't quite say that some women maybe shouldn't have been allowed to vote. Alice, too soon. I get close a little bit, a a tiny bit, because, uh, yeah, some people are just badly behaved. But you can check that out on Tom's Substack if you haven't. That's tomshaddock.substack.com. Um... But yeah, I mean, it's hard to focus on anything else really except the um, horrific situation in Afghanistan. Well, let me see what's going on around the country, Alice, all right? Okay. Uh, okay. Ready? Mm-hmm, I'm ready. It's all terrible stuff. Okay. Uh... And it's more terrible stuff. I told you I touched the Titanic. Did you know that? I didn't know you had touched the Titanic. Well, here's a happy story to cheer Mm -hmm. you up, Tom. In Newburyport, a family who uh, lost their beloved dog has set up a little free library in honor of their dog. But instead of books, it has tennis balls. Good enough for the hit from the newspaper. Now you can take it down, by the way. It's a dumb idea. That's fine. That's great. That's great. A woman injured by a falling Ohio roller coaster piece fighting for her life. Alice, what's the rule about roller coasters? You don't like them. You don't ever go on a roller coaster, ever. They can be fun. They're not fun. Don't be stupid, Alice. I've been. I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. It's Women's been, Equality Day, honey. How dare you? Uh, yeah, I've been too. Uh, I've been around too long, Alice, to to tell you. You don't go in any of those. I've ever. been on roller coasters. Don't you're not going in? Well, you know what? You can still go on if you want. Do you have insurance? Life insurance? I think a little bit. I think I signed up for some through your. All right. Work, so how's next benefits? week going to be better? By the way, I've asked since the nine eleven thing is coming on. I've asked two people I've known to come on with me. Uh, and I've gotten the double blow-off kit. I got blow-off. Wow. I'm getting blow-offs for left and right. It's like, it reminds me of anti-aircraft guns just like shooting down fighter jets from the sky. Hmm. The way I'm getting shot down. I got st- shot down from Tucker's people. <laughs> shot down from Ben... St- ben... Ben... Not Shapiro. Yes, yeah, Shapiro's people. Oh. <laughs> and now... Wow. Um, right. And now um, I'm getting the Balo from Andy Card. You know what the Balo is? I don't know what the Balo is. It's blown off. That's from Dudsy Balo, and I'm getting um, Deborah Burlingame. You know her, whose brother Chick was one of the pilots in on 9/11. Is blown me off too. Now I understand why these people would be dreading more than anything the 20th anniversary of 9/11 to have to talk about these stories. So I don't blame them at all. Mm-hmm. 
But how do you like your old jewels, kid? That's fine. I think it scratches an itch. It doesn't scratch the itch, but it scratches an itch. Kind of going through the motions, right? <laughs> I don't know if that works. Do they make um, non-alcoholic spike seltzers? I guess <laughs> it would just be seltzer. Oh, the spike so. seltzers t- taste like perfume. Do they make non-alcoholic spiked seltzers that get you buzzed? Let me tell you something. It was funny, Alice. I went to the, <laughs> I went to the, um, to market basket for this, and mm-hmm. she carded me. The thing said to card. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, then it didn't work, and then and then I bought. I spent six dollars on forty-seven pounds of cake, <laughs> which usually had these been real beers, I would polish off this evening. I don't think I necessarily will. I feel like we have to deliver something of import to folks. I mean, this has been, you guys know, this has been a terrible week. And 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 we're just trying not to, uh, I, I can't I can't do it. I, I mean, I can't keep hearing from CENTCOM people and keep hearing from people on the ground and keep hearing from, I, 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 it's just a terrible place to be. I mean, we just know this preordained emergency, a tragedy, mm-hmm. tragedy isn't, doesn't, uh, does not imply malicious, so I need a better word than tragedy, Alice. It's like mm-hmm. abomination. Yeah. That uh, and that that there are you know that there are plots waiting to be filled in Arlington Cemetery uh, that will be filled based on the incompetency that we've seen in the last month and that we're going to see in the next days. Well, and it's, and it's going to be justified to us on the basis of saying that it saved troops' lives, even though it's patently not true what now. a horrific thing to say that's what that- it, yeah like th- that he's still gonna go out there and t- it was time to end a 20-year war well is this ending it or is this causing a new war to start yeah that's not what happened here what we've done is we've created really created a new worldwide hub for terrorism based on a historic event that will motivate these people for decades to come Decades. I just like, I hate to be dark, but Mm. this presidency has gone so badly so quickly that I really like hope we make it to the midterms. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Just like you know, as a country, because it's you know, a little got, disturbing. We've got friends and loved ones who, who hated Trump and were like, oh, disgusting, you could tell. And like, some were at, where we were at wonderful occasions would be like, I just wish it was happening better times. And you wonder if they're seeing things like this and they're not looking at, they're not, they're not posting about it, they're not doing whatever... And I hope they notice the darkness that's happening. I know mm-hmm. that all the mean the mean tweets are gone, et cetera, but that was not darkness. That was just jerkiness. Well, right. And like so I said this to you today too, but it's been on my mind because I'm the type of person that like I'm not naturally a big Trump person. Like Trump mm-hmm. was not my pick in the primary. He was not my pick. But like I held my nose. I voted for Trump, but I could see a world in which I could be could have been convinced to like not vote for Trump possibly because I just don't find him appealing personally. He's not my thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, I held my nose and I voted for Trump, and I'm really glad I voted for Trump because I would be so embarrassed right now if I had voted for this total incompetent, unempathetic jerk who's ruining the country right now ruining yeah, it. I, I mean totally like agree. so divisive he's getting people killed it's terrible like i'm so glad i d- i didn't vote for him or or whatever but i just i mean i understand why the never trump people are trying so hard to defend this because it 
because it's embarrassing for them that they voted for this and caused this to happen. But it really is on them. And it's their bad behavior that, you know, that led to this. Like, congrats, guys. The adults are back in charge. You got what you wanted. Right. The rest of the world respects us again. Right. Yeah. Big time. Oh, thank you so much, everybody. Hopefully, it will be a better week next week. We will be back on Sunday. This Sunday is our end-of-the-month Patreon live stream. You can join us at patreon.com slash burnbarrel if you are interested in subscribing to that. Um, and then we're also on Twitter uh, at burnbarrelpod, facebook.com slash burnbarrel, burnbarrelpodcast.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.